Welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. This week's guest on the podcast is the lovely Bianca Marie, who is a qualified dietitian who specializes in gut health. She has a life coaching program called The Balanced Bellas, and she also works part-time with Microba. So Bianca is doing so many incredible things in the industry, and I can't wait to dive into each of those areas with her here today. So thank you so much for joining me today, Bianca. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you today and just share a little bit about my journey into nutrition. Yeah, I always love hearing a different perspective. So it's fantastic to have you here. And yeah, your journey sounds like it's going to be an amazing one. So let's dive in by starting with how you got interested in nutrition in the first place. Yeah, so my journey into nutrition really came from a catalyst from my own health journey. So in my late teens, I actually developed an eating disorder, which was triggered from quite a significant amount of childhood trauma. Now, prior to developing my eating disorder, I've always known that I wanted to take care of people. I always envisioned myself being a healer. And so while I was going through my recovery process, I was actually seeing a lovely psychologist by the name of Bob. And at the time I had been registered, my preference was to study um, a Bachelor of Biomedical Science. And it was him who suggested, well, look, why don't you just do an undergraduate in nutrition and then see from there how you go. If you want to pursue being a doctor after that, you can. And I'm so grateful to him for giving me that recommendation because not only did my study actually help me by really educating me about nutrition and food and how we need to take care of ourselves, but it also led me to fall in love with helping people to heal their relationship with food. So That was actually what got me into nutrition. Wow, go Bob. (laughs) I know, he's amazing. I still need to like message him and say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And so when you did start looking into nutrition, where did you decide to study? And tell us a little bit about your experience studying. Yeah, so I registered at Griffith University on the Gold Coast, so definitely one of the more beautiful places to study. It was, you know, the beach and uni lifestyle was amazing. So started off there, did four years of my undergraduate degree, loved the uni life. It was seriously so much fun. Um, I was so lucky that in uh, after I graduated, Someone in my network actually was able to help me get a job pretty much six weeks out of university. And so I, you know, didn't didn't experience that normal anxiety that can happen when you're obviously going for a full time job and worked for a really beautiful clinic here in Brisbane who helped people to support them to lose substantial amounts of weight. So, again, even though it might be the other side of the scale from, you know, where my health history had taken me, it was still coming back to to this whole transforming people's lives and helping them to heal their relationship with food. And so I really loved that. I think for me, more than it just being about how much weight I was able to help people lose, it was 
also really helping them to gain back the life that they'd lost. You know, the people that I was working with had really created these stories that they just weren't good enough to live the life that they wanted to or the life that they dreamed of. And it was just so great to see those transformations come forward um, through my time of working with this clinic. Yeah, absolutely. That would have been so rewarding. And so when you were working there, tell us a little bit about the day-to-day of that role um, and how it sort of changed as your career has evolved. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was such a yes woman and I still am a yes woman, but I was such a yes woman in the beginning of my working career. And so my position went from working casually to a full-time management position within the space of a few months. And you know what? It was great. I loved working with the clients. I would see somewhere up to 20 clients a day, which is just crazy now. Now I probably see about eight to 12 and it's a much better life balance if I'm being completely completely honest. Um, was doing really long days, but I really loved what I did. And so it wasn't, it probably wasn't in until about the second year that I was working with the company. You know, I still really loved what I was doing, but I started to get itchy feet. And what I mean by that is that, yes, I loved the working with the clients. Yes, I loved the clinic that I was working for, but I just couldn't shake this feeling that I was destined for something different in my life. And I, ju- I didn't know what that was. I knew that I was passionate about health and wellness. I also had started to develop a passion for women empowerment. And um, something that I haven't actually mentioned yet is that uh, when I was going through my first a year of university after I'd started recovering from my eating disorder, I actually had a second health crisis. So a lot of what's shaped my career has been a lot to do about where I've come from in my own personal health journey. Um, I won't go too much into it, but basically if anyone's wanting to know, I developed meningococcal meningitis or contracted meningococcal meningitis. And even though the silver lining is obviously I'm here talking on this podcast, unfortunately I was left with a chronic debilitating gut condition which has basically been a huge part of my life for 10 years. So Mm. I was looking for something to be in alignment with that area of health and wellness because I was also looking for the answers to my own health issues as well. And so I decided to start my own business in 2016, which honestly, I think I liked the idea more of the fact of being a business owner than I actually knew what I was doing. I was fumbling around in the dark for like, I don't know, nearly two years before I actually figured out what I was doing in business, but I just knew that I wanted a bigger reach. I wanted a bigger impact. My values as a practitioner were changing and they were more in alignment with the gut health space as well as the empowerment industry. And so I went on a bit of a mission to try and find some sort of niche that enabled me to do both of those things. And um, I was actually picked up by Microbar in 2018. So I work with them part-time now too as well. It's an incredible company. Um, If you haven't heard of Microbar, to those people who are listening, they are Australia's uh, leading gut microbiome analysis company. So we actually test gut microbiomes and see or give insights into how they may actually be impacting your health. And so that's like my dream job really, because it was everything that I needed to know in terms of health and wellness when I was getting to the bottom of my own health issues. Yeah, incredible. What an evolution. And it's so interesting how it was your own health journey that led you down that path and found that passion of gut health. And now you're supporting so many other people on their gut healing journey as well, which would be amazing. And 
yeah, having that personal experience would make it very like relatable and really being able to help people and having that experience and knowing where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So you mentioned that my group Microbar approached you. Tell us a little bit about that. How did they find you and how did you start working together? Oh, so I actually, they put out a position, sorry, I should probably clarify. So they put out a position um, for their company. It was in 2018. And I don't know, I just knew I'm a very spiritual person. And so when I saw the ad, I was like, you know what, this is it. Like, this is the thing that I've been looking for. And so I just sent off my resume and then prayed to the powers that be that I would get the job. And I was very fortunate enough to um, get the position alongside four other incredible women. One of them, I believe, is Christine, who you're interviewing on this podcast (laughs) coming up. So you'll get to hear a little bit about more about the amazing things that we do. But it's been such a good journey with Microba. Um, I was put into a management position again within three months of Uh, working for the company or about four months sorry up for working with the company and so my role I'm the lead microbiome coach basically I oversee all of the interactions with the customers so I really help people to understand the science because even though it's this awesome new area where we're really learning you know insane insights into health that we never knew before the reality is it's very complex and you need to be able to take such heavy information to convert it then into easy to understand and excuse the pun digest information that people can then <laughs> apply to their everyday life yeah amazing and so tell us a little bit about how you built your business and in terms of the one-on-one consulting for the gut health and then we'll speak a little bit about the life coaching side of it too yeah amazing um so i with microba because mostly my role is just going through the reports i still really love working as a traditional dietitian and so um, basically bianca marie evolved from my old business uh, name which was be free living back in 2016 so that was my baby but again it's kind of evolved over time as i've evolved and so i see patients or clients i refer to them as one-on-one um all of my consulting is actually online and I even decided to do that before COVID simply because I think Gen Y, we love this idea of the laptop lifestyle and it definitely resonates with me and the life that I'm trying to create for myself. So um, I love uh, seeing my clients. Specifically, I tend to niche more to IBS because that's essentially the condition that I was given or labelled with. And so I'm really helping people to understand what is driving their IBS and for most people it's generally multiple things it's never sort of a one-size-fits-all it's stress it's food Um, potentially it's their health history they've had to use large doses of antibiotics so there's a lot of things that are potentially contributing to that my ethos really as a practitioner is I help people to improve their gut health naturally through food so I'm not big on the whole supplement wagon I definitely think that they serve a purpose in the right time and places with specific people but if you don't have a solid foundation with your diet then you're not really going to see long-term results and so I work with my clients to get the foundation right to then focus on things like sleep and stress management and sort of everything else that goes in between that and then from there I think of it like a little pyramid if they still need a little bit of support then we might look at okay what is the right supplement for you to just give you that extra um, benefit yeah you're so right. They really do need that foundation to get the full benefits of the supplements where they're needed. Yeah, I completely agree. 
Yeah. So how do you go about finding your clients? Instagram has been a huge leverage platform for me, I think. Um, traditional marketing, like dropping things off in the mailbox. And like I've done everything. I've tried everything over the last four years. And I've just found social media is the platform that seems to be working really well. Mm-hmm. Please, Instagram, never get rid of Instagram because I don't know where my business will go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also networking events too as well. That's been a huge part of me getting word of mouth referrals as well. And then even through clients. So um, even though my business model and name has changed over the last four years, I still get people who used to see me four years ago who are referring friends, family, colleagues, next door neighbours, all sorts of things into my business. So I'd say social media as the ultimate referral, but then word of mouth would be a close second. Yeah, fantastic. And tell us a little bit about your social media strategy. How have you been leveraging Instagram to get those clients? Yes, so many tips. So, do you know, probably in no particular order, if I was to start off, um, I employed a coach to really help me get over this fear of marketing myself because I used to just have this like huge barrier to offering my services. And I think everyone goes through this, but it just seems to be one of those things, especially in the health space. We're all healers, we're all empaths, we're all trying to help people. So we have this like aversion to being paid for what we do. And so my um my business coach, she's actually a dietitian as well. She helped me with creating a nice little like Instagram system. So it's like this nice little sales sandwich, which you provide value to people. You continue. I think it's like every 10th post you make a sales offering, but between that you're actually doing high engagement posts, like acting as if you're authority in your space your space and sharing your value and what it is that sets you apart from other people. I've also found stories and polls on Instagram are just great conversation starters as well. You can ask people questions like what are they struggling with? Um, Then your typical business marketing strategies like you create what are called lead magnets. So they're basically some sort of free resource that you create that people can download and then they become part of your um, subscribers list. And so as you have offers and different things that come out, you have an audience that you can speak to more intimately. And obviously between that, you're sharing value as well. So it's not just trying to hard sell to everyone 24 seven, it's actually giving value and showing people why they would want to work with you. Yeah, it's a beautiful mix. Absolutely. Um, And when they do subscribe using that lead magnet, do you sort of like, do they go through a bit of a sales funnel or do they just go onto your list and then whenever an offering pops up, it pops up? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and I can talk to you about my women empowerment program here too as well, because I've definitely got that one nailed. I'm in the process of um, creating that sales funnel or that marketing funnel with my Bianca Marie Instagram. So that was kind of like my little prototype, the the Balanced Bellas program. And now I'm moving everything that I've applied in Balanced Bellas over to my gut health coaching one. So I've got the same system across to both platforms. Oh, fantastic. How do you go balancing the two different um, target markets and audiences? Do you find you just have to be more organized or what's your experience been having those two different avenues? Yeah, so you've probably gathered I've got my hands in like so many pies. So time management is a big one. Um, 
If you looked at my Google Calendar, you would probably giggle at how diligently organized my week is, but it has to be, right? Like I can't not follow a schedule because I can easily try to multitask and get sidetracked. And so I have to do it so I keep one-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a position, I was fortunate enough that my business has grown to a position where I can now actually employ someone part-time who does all of my marketing marketing for me so it helps me to create my e-newsletters as well as my Instagram posts and assists me with that side of things too as well because I love Instagram and I love connecting with people don't get me wrong like I can talk to people underwater and I just love learning and um, meeting new people but if I could choose I would rather spend less time on social media and more time talking one-on-one with my clients and so my vision really for my business and my brand is to get to a point where I have someone running my Instagrams and then I can really just focus on creating those intimate relationships with all of my clients. Yeah fantastic and that's so exciting that you have been able to bring on a team member. I know. (laughs) Who would have thought 2020 while, you know, the coronavirus was just running havoc through the world. I honestly thought that my business wasn't going to do anything this year and it's done the complete opposite. So never say never, anyone. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so how did you go when you started bringing on that team member and figuring out how to delegate and letting go of some of that some of those tasks, as I know as a business owner as well, it can be hard to know what to outsource. And especially when you're used to doing everything on your own, how did you transition and start to give up some of that, some of the work? Yeah, oh, such a good question. Because when I first made the decision, it was really funny. When I first made the decision that I was going to find someone to take on the business within like a 72 hour period, a mutual friend had connected me with who is now my marketing and media assistant. And I think the initial reservation, I was so scared to bring someone on because I was like, oh my God, what if my business fails? You know, like all of those like silly things that we tell ourselves, but I'm definitely over that now. Um, Elaine is the name of my media and marketing assistant. And she has just been a godsend to me, honestly. I remember um, we started off so this is probably a good suggestion for everyone. We started off doing sort of one task per week just while she got her head around the business and the brand. And I remember the first time I read her posts that she had written on my behalf for my Balance Bellas program. And except for like one or two words that I just changed just for my own verbiage preferences, she had nailed it. Mm-hmm. And I just went, okay. This is amazing. Like she's just come out of nowhere and she's picked up on my business and my brand and who I am as a person. And I've just, you know, very easily now given her more and more responsibility. And I was even giggling to my partner about this on the weekend. She now gives me a to-do list, which I just love (laughs) because she keeps me on my toes. When I say I'm going to get something done, she's like, come on, Bianca, like you got to get it done. So I think just giving people small bits of responsibility at the beginning and obviously just judging it by the relationship. You know, if it went a different way and um, at first it was a little bit of toing and froing while the, you know, the, I guess they got, um, familiar with your brand and your and your model and what it is that you're trying to achieve as long as you're working with them and just slowly releasing responsibility I think is the best way to do it you've just got to judge it by each person that you're working with yeah brilliant that's a great way to go some really good advice there 
So tell us a little bit more about the Balanced Bellas program. Um, what does that consist of? Is it a one-on-one -on -one program or is it a group coaching? What does it look like? Yeah, so it's a bit of a mix of the two. So basically it's a 16-week program where my mission for the program is that I'm helping women to prioritise themselves, their health and their dreams so they can start doing more of the things that they love. And in each of the uh, 16 weeks, there's a... Um, or a month, I should say, each month there's a different section or pillar of the program. So it's actually based according to the pillars of mind, body, soul, and connection. And each of those pillars, we do a bit of a deep dive into those areas. So we start off with body and talking about nutrition and exercise and taking care of our health through clean, um, non-toxic products. So that's a huge part of some of my ethos as well as a practitioner. Um, and then we move on to the mindset stuff. So we preach self love like it's going out of fashion in in my community but I guess very um, importantly so it's so important that we take care of ourselves but we also really know how to love ourselves for who we are and the value that we have in this in this lifetime and the value that we have to give yeah. um, I do one-on-one -on -one sessions with each of my clients and I deliberately do that because everyone is at a different stage in their journey. And I do offer some group coaching um, sides to it, which I'll explain in a moment, but especially when someone is coming into the program for the first time, the community is so welcoming, but I've just learned from experience that sometimes the comparison game can come in if people are perceiving that other people are so further away from where they are. So I love using those sessions to just really work in and find out okay what is it that you're here to do what is it that you're here to achieve and how can I help you but then in saying that community is such a huge part of the program and basically once you become a balanced Bella you're a balanced Bellas for life so you you pay off the one-time um, program fee and then you are a community member and you continue to tap into all of the resources and we do regular webinars live webinars so we try to keep it on topic and in trend and you know doing like challenges like my best friend is actually the personal trainer who helps to create um, the exercise guides for the program and so we did a fitness in July challenge earlier this year is like a little incentive to get people out of that midwinter hump where we all just go into hibernation so there's a lot of those kinds of things that are, are really fun as well but I do the blend of the private one-on-one -on -one coaching as well as the sort of group challenges Amazing. And those four pillars that you communicate across for everyone, um, is that what format is that in? Is that in videos or is that part of the coaching calls you do or does it come through emails? Yeah, so the each of the weekly workbooks comes via email um, and then we do touch on them when I connect with each of my clients on a weekly basis and then obviously sort of on the monthly one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions we'll also rehash everything that's coming up. Um, it's really interesting that you brought that up because that's something that I have for my future vision for my program is that I do want to start creating like an online video platform as well. So just to help, especially as I am getting to that age where it's probably not going to be too far away before I start looking at kids I still want my program to be able to continue to operate as functionally as possible but also just giving me that balance that I need as well for my family yeah amazing um, and so when you began that tell us a little bit about how you went about developing the structure for that program and starting to market a new program and build that community that you have now established 
Yeah, really good question. So it's definitely gone through a few evolutions over the period that it's been launched. So technically the first iteration of Balanced Bella is launched in 2018 and it is nothing like it looks now. So it started off as a website where we had all of the resources just kind of plugged in, but there was no direction on how people to actually were actually meant to navigate it. It's all a learning curve, right? Like you just got to get in and get it done and then you figure it out from there and keep making improvements um, but then I guess my values started to change and really the best way that I can articulate how the program came about was because I looked at the journey I had gone through myself I mentioned very um, in passing at the beginning of this podcast that I went through a lot of childhood trauma myself and it even extended into my teenage years and early 20s as well you know I dated all the wrong kinds of people got myself into like a crazy amount of debt I did all of these really crazy things and um, realized about five six years ago that I was going down the wrong path and I say this all the time my platform I legitimately hit my version of rock bottom four years ago just before I started my very first business and so I really wanted to pitch the program at people who they're not necessarily needing to be at rock bottom it's not necessarily who the target market is it's just people who know that they want something different from their life but they just don't know how to go about actually getting to where they want to go I went through four or five years of personal development and I've invested tens of thousands of dollars into different coaches and those sorts of things to pull me out of the life trajectory that I was going down and it's a scary journey especially when you first start out and um, for anyone who's listening to this is on their own personal development journey at the moment um, you probably will start to find that your circle of people that you hang around with will actually start changing. And so it can feel so isolating while you're going through those changes. And so really what I wanted to do was to create a platform that was perfect for those people who are wanting a different life, who are wanting a change, who don't know how to go about it, to also really just like... Um, summarize or um, put into a nice logical sequence um, all of the different things that they can do that are actually going to see permanent change into their life. I'm not about marketing, you know, crazy things that make people feel all hyped up, but then, you know, come three months later and they're exactly back to where they were when they started off. It's really about giving people practical tools and skills that they can continue to implement into their life, um, no matter where they are in their personal development journey. Yeah, I love that. That sounds beautiful. And tell us, what does a typical day or a typical week look like for you balancing all of these different projects? So no two days are ever the same. Um, that's definitely a given, but there are some common elements between my weeks. So I mentioned that I'm pretty much all remote for all of my clients. So whether I'm working for myself or working for my Crober, I'm either on the phone or jumping on Zoom calls to um, see my or see or speak to my clients. Um, I went from speaking to nearly 20 people on average a day to about eight to 12. 
my personal preference is eight. I really like spending time with each of my clients and I don't like that whole next, next, next mentality. Like I really want to make sure that by the time I leave you, you're confident in what you're doing next and you're feeling like you got a lot of value out of our interaction. So that's probably my day. I probably start consulting between maybe nine o'clock in the morning and I might finish around four in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, I've been post. Uh, sorry, I've been featured on a few podcasts lately. So there's been a few of these that have been in the mix as well. A few blog articles that I will write here and there. There's always something like that on my radar. Um, at the moment, if you had have asked me what my day looks like, I'm literally releasing my first ebook today, which is so exciting. Yes, very exciting. I've never done that before. So I've just thrown that in my sort of repertoire of random things that I do. Um, and so I've really been just, you know, on the pump trying to get that finalised so it's ready for sale today. So there's always something different and exciting going on in my week. Brilliant. And tell us a little bit about the process of developing this ebook. Is this to do with the gut health or is this along the lines of Balance Bellas? Yeah, so both communities will get access to it. So it is something that I'm giving access to all of my Balance Bellas clients for free. It's just a nice little gift to say thank you for being a valued client. Mm -hmm. um, but it was more pitched at gut health. So if you check out my Instagram, you'll see I've gone crazy with the recipe reels. I've loved cooking. And there's one thing that I really love doing. It's spending time making meals and showing my appreciation to people through the food that I make. And so I just decided you know what like I'm always sharing these on Instagram why don't I just create a recipe ebook and to be honest I've definitely done it in chunks so this has been something that I started in January it's now October and it's finally ready for sale and I think something I've learned about myself is that I do things when I'm called to do them energetically speaking and so there's been periods over the last 10 months where I've really felt in creation mode and wanting to create the recipe book and then there's been other times where I'm like nope too hard basket don't want to do that so it's been interesting um, learned a lot and I definitely would recommend always getting multiple reviews from different types of people because I had about six people review my ebook and all of them came back with different suggestions and it's just amazing like you don't know what your blind spots are until someone else points them out to you so I think that that was one of the most valuable parts of my whole journey was actually getting feedback and then being able to execute on it yeah brilliant so you do all your own recipe development and food photography and all that fun stuff too some food photography, I'm honestly not that good at it. So some of them I've just had to use stock images and I'll be so honest about that because literally my pancakes never look like the beautiful fluffy ones that you see. <laughs> but then there's a lot of the uh, images that I will take myself. Yes, it just depends on whether or not I've been able to plate it up pretty enough. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. And it is so refreshing to hear that you have used stock photos in there as well because I know it can be one of those tasks like looking at developing a recipe ebook you can think oh wow you've got to develop the recipes then take all the photos then format it all like there's so many moving pieces um mm -hmm. so yeah it's great to see that you have called on other resources too to make it easier and still an incredible resource for people to have access to 
Absolutely. And another quick tip that I was just thinking of is if you haven't used Canva, like I'm sure you have, but like to anyone who's listening to this who hasn't used Canva, get amongst it because I honestly couldn't draw a stick figure to save my life. And Canva <laughs> has just been like the biggest blessing. So <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? Such a brilliant tool. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So you mentioned you write some blog posts as well. And I did notice there have been quite a few articles floating around on different, whether it's Microba or different um, online publications. How do you go about getting those articles out there? Do you sort of look for um, different topics you can write about and approach them or tell us a little bit about that side of your business as well? Yeah, so I've been very lucky. Microba has had a huge hand in me getting some of the blog opportunities that I have. So um, our PR and marketing uh, lady, Mel, she's just fantastic. She's just like the gun at sourcing these amazing opportunities. And she's really good at knowing who to put forward for each of those respective um, blog pieces. But um, in saying that, Source Bottle is one that I keep an eye on regularly too as well so if someone who's listening to this hasn't heard of source bottle before highly recommend it because people are always putting out ideas uh, whether it's for magazines or online blog or uh, people just wanting to collaborate with other people there's so many different opportunities that are out there um, the other thing I could really recommend too as well is um, if you meet people through social media and you want to do a collab, a blog is probably one of the best things that you can do, whether it's a video blog or a written blog. Um, that's a really good way to get both of your brands out there. That's quite mutually beneficial because you can find a common ground to speak about and then obviously just start sharing each other on that platform. Yeah, that's a great tip. And do you have any tips for refining your writing skills and putting out great content? Yes, I do. I do. I do. Because I definitely have had to learn how to refine my own skills over time. The system that I use now, um, so it, de it depends on the type of blog I'm writing because with my crowbar, I have to write very uh, scientifically researched articles. And obviously, if you're speaking about any topic in nutrition and health, it's going to have to have the research uh, behind it. And so I spend a good amount of time, let's just say it takes me 10 hours from start to finish to write a blog. I might spend four or five of those hours actually researching the topic and writing the a summary of the findings down so that I'm really getting what the key messages are. Then from there, how I generally structure my blog is in bullet points. So I'll write down my bullet points from start to finish. Okay, like what am I going to articulate? What's the point that I'm trying to get across? What's the value I'm trying to share? Whatever it might be that I'm trying to actually articulate in the blog. And then once I've done that, I then expand on each bullet point almost like it's its own paragraph. So I found that that's one of the easiest ways um, for me to refine my writing. I've also found a really handy way to reference if you haven't seen this before, but in Google Scholar, if you actually type in the, uh, the scientific research paper, you can click on the little quotation marks and it will give you the referencing exactly in the style that you need it, whether that's APA. That has been one of the world's biggest time savers for me because I hate referencing. And so you literally can just save yourself like so much frustration and time by doing that as well. Oh, that's brilliant. Such a good time saver. <laughs> and do you find those articles have been good exposure for you and your business? 
Yes, absolutely. They have been. And so I'm so grateful to Microba especially for that because um, with their assistance, I've featured in uh, Prevention Magazine, Wellbeing Magazine, um, you know, which is just a dream to think that like I'm in those magazines that I read all the time. So that's really exciting. Um, but yeah, I get people, especially from podcasts as well. That's probably one of the um, interesting avenues where I've got clients from before and then obviously you and I were connected through Rachel as well who heard one of my podcasts so whether it's a verbal platform or a written platform all of these things absolutely they go into really creating a profile and giving you more opportunities and opening more doors yeah amazing what would you say are some of your tips for people who do want to go down a similar career pathway as you have and go into their own business? Oh, good question. Then, you know what, this is probably going to sound so cliche, but let me elaborate on why I'm going to give at least this first piece of advice to begin with. Belief in yourself is so important. I know it sounds so cliche, but let me, so let me elaborate on that. Yeah, oh, I agree it, <laughs> It is because if you have the belief in yourself that you can do something, then you're more inclined to see the opportunities in front of you. You're more willing to keep getting up every time you get knocked down. And trust me, I've had so many face down moments in my business, like business partners walking away and leaving me to have to deal with everything on my own and managing and scrambling to figure, figure it all out could have thrown in the towel, but I decided to keep going because I believe in the mission and I also believe in what it is that I'm here to do as well. Um, you're more likely to say yes to things and yeah, that is a huge part of it. Whereas if you don't believe in yourself then you're close-minded and you don't see any of those things, you just will find reasons why you can't do something as opposed to why you can. And so I think no matter who is listening to this and no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're wanting to create a bit of an unconventional career like I have, or you're wanting to start your own business, just knowing that you can do it is probably one of the first bits of advice I'd give you. The second thing I would say is you don't have to have it all figured out. I honestly didn't know what I was doing for two years. I'll put my hand up and say, I probably still don't know what I'm doing, but I've known when I needed to lean on other people in different parts of my journey by employing coaches and even just having people that are a coach from afar, as I like to describe them. So there's certain people who I follow, like Denise Duffield-Thomas, Melissa Ambrosini, Gabrielle Bernstein, Angie Lee Simpson, who's like based over in California. Um, all of these women have given me some sort of tool and multiple tools and given me perspective through their various platforms like podcasts and those sorts of things. And so it's just about getting up and putting one step in front of the other and not knowing, not needing to know what is happening tomorrow or what's happening sort of 10 months down the track. You've just got to slowly but surely put one foot in front of the other and you will actually start to get momentum and you'll figure it out as you go along. Yeah, I love that advice. So, so important and powerful. And so you mentioned working with coaches. What has your experience been like having a coach and have you found that really instrumental in your business growth and personal growth? Yeah, 
Definitely. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is having someone call you out on your own BS, I think is so important. We tell ourselves stories all the time. Um, trust me, I've had moments where I've said to everyone, I can't do this. I'm sure my partner's probably heard that I can't do this more times than he can probably count now. But with my coaches, it's funny, you jump on coaching calls with them and you tell them this elaborate story as to why things can't happen and you genuinely believe that there's just no other possible way for you to get over that obstacle and then they just come in with this just like so straightforward response and you go, you know what, I really can't, like I haven't, I can't fight that. Like that <laughs> is just, I have to do that now. And so it's just been good to have that. Um, also to have people who have gone through the same experiences that you're going through to as well. That's the value that I hope to give to all my clients and, uh, you know, uh, at my uh, community as a part of Balanced Bellas. I really want to be that perspective for them and give them different ideas to try different solutions and all of those sorts of things as they come through the program, because that's the value that's been given to me from all of the different coaches that I've employed. I don't think I would be as successful as what I am now if I didn't have a coach. And yes, it's a scary financial investment at the beginning. Um, you know, some, some coaches can charge anywhere up to $3,000 for one of their programs and courses. And sometimes it can be even more than that. And so Yes, you kind of um and are about it. But then if you think about the benefits that you're going to get from having a coach, it far outweighs that cost. You will find the money. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And the best investment is always ourselves. So you can't put a price on that. Mm -hmm. 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. So what would you say your vision for your businesses and for your career would be? I really want to create a global community platform for Balanced Bellas. Um, I have been so lucky this year that I've been able to pick up clients from Canada and the United States and even parts of Europe. So wasn't expecting that this year, to be honest. I honestly just thought I was probably going to maybe maintain, if not go backwards. But I think learning how to pivot and taking on the advice from my coaches has really helped me with that. Um, so I just want to keep building on that momentum in 2021. I really have like my bucket list item like my ultimate goal for my business is travel wellness retreats that's just something that I really want to do and understand that that might not be an option for a little bit longer um, but you know maybe let's reassess in three to five years and see how the travel requirements are going because I have this idea about doing like eight day uh, retreats where we go to exotic locations like uh, Mexico or Thailand or Bali um, and even one of the girls that I met on Instagram who I want to collaborate with she's actually a travel influencer she said why don't we go to the northern lights and stay in an igloo I was like yes let's do it <laughs> like let's just do unconventional things this looks like so much fun and I absolutely like you got one life you've got to go for it mm -hmm. um so that's my goal for Balanced Bellas. Um, for Microba, so we actually have a lot of things happening behind the scenes. There's been some exciting changes that are happening. I don't know if I can be too verbal about them right now just because they're not common knowledge yet, but yeah. they're definitely a company I would keep your eye on, especially if you're really passionate about learning in the gut microbiome in uh, space and learning more about gut health. There's just a lot of exciting things coming as well. So definitely definitely see them a part of my future for the long term as well. 
Yeah, that's brilliant and so exciting to be a part of those big things that are coming. I look forward to seeing all those unfold. <laughs> Thank you, me too. Yeah, and what would you attribute your success to to date? That is a good question. There's so many things that rattle in my mind. Um, not giving up, again, another cliche thing, but it's good to hear that a lot of people share these same messages because there's a lot of truth to what we're all saying. Um, I mentioned I've had a fair few face down moments and that's not a lie. I've been in a crazy amount of debt and I just never knew how I was going to get out of that. And I successfully got rid of that earlier this year, which has just been a huge blessing. But um you know, I, at the beginning of last year or sort of halfway through last year, I almost threw in the towel on my own business because it was just too hard and I felt like I was getting nowhere. And if I had a given up, I probably would kick myself now because my business is finally getting the momentum that I've been searching for for so long. And people talk about this concept of overnight success. And there's a lot of people who will sit there and say, like, it's not like it's nothing that happens overnight. And it's so true. You are and I don't like saying hustling and grinding because I love to think that people live in a state of flow and in alignment. But you are definitely needing to be consistent and putting in effort into your business and into your dreams every single day. And there will come a point where you just can't stop it. There's like a tipping point and it's just going down that other side of the mountain. So if you're starting out, just know that there is a journey ahead of you. But if you wake up and do at least one thing every day, that's going to get you closer towards your dreams. Eventually you'll hit a point where you're like, Oh my God, this is my life that I asked for this to happen. And it will be here. Yeah. That's amazing. And such good advice. It's so true, isn't it? That consistency really is the key. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And if you could recommend one book for the listeners to read, what would it be and why? Oh, can I, can I recommend a library? I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough question for us fellow I'm, bookworms. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Okay. Okay. I'll keep it to just one. So it can be a couple um, if you like, up to you. <laughs> I'll do the right thing and I'll keep it to one. So I mentioned in passing, I'm someone who is spiritual, but I'm also someone who is very scientifically minded. And so the way that I like to think of myself is I'm kind of that gatekeeper between the scientific and esoteric world. And so why I explain that is there is this book by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a chiropractor who does a lot of research into neuroscience. And his book is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which basically the short end of the book is if you don't like the reality that you're currently living, then it's up to you to go to work on upgrading your belief system. And whether you're talking about quantum physics and the um, quantum realm or or the universe, they're actually the exact same thing. We're all speaking the same message. It's just slightly different verbiage that's used in each of those communities. And so he looks at how your belief system actually interacts with the matter and how that actually formulates your reality. So the bottom line is, if you want to have a better reality, you have to go to work on upgrading your belief system. Yeah, I love Dr. Joe and everything you said is so important and powerful. And I think it's not taught enough. So I'm really glad you did bring that up because it is so true. Like we are responsible for creating the reality we want. Um, mm -hmm. The same goes with our career, with our health, with every part of our life. And yeah, it's really about just remembering that and taking the power back into our own hands. 
Yeah, you yeah. literally have the the power to change your life. Yeah, definitely. And so when it comes to mindset, it's obviously such an important aspect of succeeding in this industry and in business and even in careers um, and working for other people. So what would you say is some of your advice to get your mindset right to succeed in this industry? Take care of yourself as your number one priority is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, you like you are not your best self unless you are taking care of yourself. And so I really make a point and I never used to do this. This has been a hard lesson that I've learned probably half a dozen times over that I really need to make taking care of me my number one priority. So no one can get me before 9am unless it's an absolute emergency and no one can get me after 8pm and any night. So I put some very strict boundaries in right to get my mindset right um, in that regard. Yep. The other thing that I would also recommend is be mindful of the company that you keep and that's not just talking about in person, that's also talking about online as well, the pages that you follow. Um, again, a lot of people have probably heard this before, but you are, I guess, a product of the five people that you spend your most time with. And so if you're around people who are constantly negative and bringing you down, it's not saying that you have to stop hanging out with these people. Obviously, if they're causing you a lot of grief in your life, then yeah, maybe you probably need to let them go. But you just need to be conscious around who you're spending most of your time with and finding people who are on a similar mission to you. You know, we go through so many evolutions. The people that I went to high school with, I still have so much love for them, but we don't really hang out anymore because we have so, we don't really have anything in common in that regard. And so it's just because we go through these evolution stages in our life. So it's about finding and connecting people who want the same things out of life as you because then it keeps pushing you to keep going until you get to where it is that you want to go. Yeah, 100%. And so you spoke about how important it is to look after yourself. What are some things that you personally do? Um, I love that you have those brilliant boundaries in place. Um, but what are yeah, some of those day-to-day -day things that you do to take care of your health and make sure you're filling up your own cup? Good question. So I usually wake up around 4.30, 5 o'clock most mornings. Might seem like it's crazy, crazy, crazy early, but my partner is in the trade industry, so he has to be up quite early. And I've just learned that if I fall back to sleep when he gets up, then I pretty much feel like I'm exhausted for the rest of the day. So I'm up at 5. I'm having a beautiful cup of lemon ginger tea and doing some yoga and stretching. And I might then go out and go for a walk and listen to an audiobook or a podcast that's generally how I do most of my personal development um, I have screen time on my phone so I can't actually get into Instagram or Facebook or mail or any of those apps until after 9 a.m and even though you technically can like break it by putting your passcode in I just like second guess myself if I try to do those sorts of things before the 9 a.m um, time limit is off so that's always a given first thing every single morning. And then of an evening, I really limit my screen time. So um, I'm not a 
I'm not a big Netflixer, so I don't sit there and binge Netflix all the time. But occasionally, if I find a series that I really love, I have to put boundaries in place. But I'm watching, this is going to sound so random, but I'm watching this show called The Universe at the moment on um, Netflix. And it's just about all the planets and like learning about Jupiter and Saturn. I told you, super random. And I just sit there and watch that for about half an hour. It's just mindlessness before I then like jump into bed with my diffuser on and my meditative music and I'm just all zenned out for the rest of the night <laughs> yeah I love that that's awesome <laughs> brilliant so there's been so much we've covered today and I probably could keep diving in and asking you more but to wrap up what would you say is like your parting words of advice for the listeners or something you want to discuss before we do fully wrap up today my advice would be get it girl or man just absolutely run for it because you only have one lifetime and you know you don't want to look back and think i wish i had have done this i wish i had have done that um, most people in life who are successful have failed more times than they've made it. It's just that they kept going and they didn't stop when the going goes tough. So you're going, I guess it's just better to know that you're going to fail and you've just got to accept that because through the failures come the lessons and yep. the opportunities to actually grow and evolve from that. And some of the best creations come from those face down moments so get it girl or man and keep going yeah I love that everyone pause rewind listen to that again (laughs) (laughs) such good advice and such a brilliant way to leave it where can the listeners find you and follow along and continue to see all the amazing things that you are doing Yeah, so if you're interested in the gut health aspect of what we've gone through, you're interested even in the microbiome testing as a part of Microba, um, jump on and follow me over on Instagram. So my handle is Bianca Marie underscore X. Bianca Marie underscore was taken. That's why the X is there. So make sure you give me a follow there. Um, I'm always jumping on IGTV videos and those sorts of things, answering questions around gut health. If you're more interested in the personal development and women empowerment, I mean, more than welcome to follow me on that handle. Otherwise, just jump over and follow me on balancedbellas underscore. Um, Most of my Instagram um, handles is where I'm usually publishing everything. Yeah, amazing. And I will share all of those in the social posts I share so that everyone can find you nice and easily. But thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your incredible experience and advice for the listeners. I know I am personally feeling very inspired, so I'm sure everyone else is too. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And likewise, it was so wonderful to meet you. And I'm looking forward to keeping up with your journey as well. Well, Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.